welcome to the Holistic Hive. We are so excited to have you join our community. This is the whole reason we're calling it a hive is because the mindset is, as a community, we are stronger. And as holistic providers, we all believe that your body is powerful and capable, and it's designed to heal and repair itself. Come join us as we explore all the different avenues when it comes to health and healing, and what we can help you do to grow your health and your family's health. Hey everyone, this is, uh, I'm Dr. Christina Stitcher. I'm Dr. Lawrence Hopley. And we are excited to put together the Holistic Hive podcast. This has been a passion project for about a year. Mm -hmm. And the biggest reason behind is that we're both chiropractic physicians or chiropractors, depending on the state that you're in. Um, we absolutely say we're chiropractors because the mindset is that we have is your body can heal and repair itself. Your body's powerful, it's capable, as long as everything's communicating like it should. But we also have a lot of providers that we work with and we have a lot of patients that come to us and ask um, really how can they be connected. So can you give a little intro to how we put this together? Absolutely. So uh, it honestly started with uh, one day one of my patients who happens to be a provider mm -hmm. asked for a referral to a different type of provider. And I realized you know, we're really well connected as chiropractors. We were part of the birthing community, we're part of the mental health community, we have fingers everywhere. And a lot of our patients, a lot of the public, doesn't have access to this info. And so we wanted to put the hive together for really twofold. One, we wanted to help the providers, but we really wanted to reach the public and help connect people so that they could get the services and products that they need to live a healthy life. We're kind of at the advantage because when we first get going, a lot of us were building our practices at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so one of the ways that we do it is we go out into the community and we find like-minded providers that really can help take care of our families. And what we realize is that's a heavy burden to expect. Like mm -hmm. we're doing it because we're not only doing it for ourselves, but we're also doing it for others. And to be honest, it's like we also did this partly either before internet was really crazy or before the networking was really good, but we also still realize there's a lot of gaps in it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times you need to know, it's like, yeah, I know a whole bunch of people who do essential oils, but who really knows it really well, rather than a hobby, right. who really does it and who's invested the time, energy and effort. And so that's what we're really working on doing and bringing for you is to, is to help do that middleman work, mm -hmm. to help um, interview the best of the best and, and really bring to you an opportunity to say, okay, how can you help build your family's health and your own health by having a resource and lots of people that can help you and say, okay, who resonates with you? Connect with them. Dial in further and understand that you're supported in living that healthy lifestyle. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I look at healthy lifestyle. What are the big, like three components you would say to be healthy? To be healthy. First and foremost, you, you need to understand you're in charge of your health. No doctor, no physician, no expert is going to, they can certainly help, mm -hmm. but they're, they're not the one doing the healing. Yep. The healing happens from the inside out. Uh, and so taking responsibility and, and living your life in accordance with that, I think is absolutely crucial. Absolutely. Right? Um, second, I really feel like you need to, what kind of fits into that, mm -hmm. uh, you need to take charge of what you're putting into your body and how that's being used. That also means the mental emotional side too. Yep. We oftentimes overlook, we're like, well, we gotta eat healthy food. Absolutely we do. 
but we also have to consume healthy media, healthy mindset, help all those mental emotional things. Uh, and last but not least, you have to live your life interference free. Yep. If some things are blocking your progress, uh, it, it's going to hold you back. And, and really what I mean by that is our bodies are designed to heal and grow and develop throughout our lives. But they have to be connected. They absolutely have to be connected. And that disconnect that can happen from our stress of everyday life and whatnot is, is like a roadblock. And so finding people, finding help, and just working on it yourself, whether it's through meditation or some other self-care, is, is really crucial for unleashing that power and potential that's already within you. I look at this of going, I, I think the other one I'd add in is move and move Absolutely. really well. It's yes. because we look at all that and go, there's so many um, of the of the components of health that is absolutely your responsibility. And that's what health really should be. As soon as we try to pass it to someone else and go, you doctor, you do the healing, we actually flip the script on our patients and say, we won't accept and work with anyone who wants us to do the healing for them because that's not how it works. We're gonna take a commitment at the same level that they're gonna give us and we expect 100% and we're gonna give 100%. Mm -hmm. I think it's a really important thing to understand that I wanna align myself with providers who are going to take responsibility for their part and they expect me to take responsibility for my part. The one thing that we're referencing, and we will reference this a lot, there's a reason that we have cho both chosen to be chiropractors is that we know that the nervous system, which is your brain, your spine, and all the nerves, is the master command center of your body. There is nothing that is more important than our nervous system because it runs and regulates every single function in our body. And as long as it is connected and communicating to everything, then we expect your body to work properly. We expect normal function. We want to start normalizing what normal function is because what we're seeing in our society is so many times that we're minimizing problems and going, well, that's now normal. No, that's now common. And because it's more common is why we're creating this. We're seeing more kids that are unhealthy. We're seeing more birth trauma. We're seeing more issues at a younger age in a more serious situation than we've really ever seen before. And so we're going to come in as chiropractors and say, first and foremost, is the brain talking to the body? And if it's not, we got to make sure that that is happening. That is to us as that central spoke because you can do all the other things. And we have so many patients that they've been doing everything. Then they start coming in and they add that vital component of chiropractic care that's focused on the nervous system. So nervous system chiropractic care and they see health unfold, life unfold. And so we're going to be very unapologetic in that because that is our focus in is to make sure there's no interference in the nervous system. And then we combine with all these other providers to say, okay, what other roadblocks, what other interferences are vital in holding you back from your best life and your best health? Right. I really, I think I love the way you ended that because it, it's, it's all about your best life. Mm -hmm. Like, why do we care about health? Well, it's because we can't do anything if we don't have health. We can't connect with our kids. We can't connect with our spouse. We can't go out and have fun if we're sick. And, and I don't just mean sick as I have a runny nose. I mean sick as in my low back hurts, my neck hurts, my stomach's not working right, I have acid reflux, I don't care. Whatever the problem, if you're not working in, at that optimal level, we just, we're disconnected. Uh, and, and that's what we're really trying to combat and fix and help our patients and our communities work through. And I'm going to jump on the word disconnected because there's there's actually a book written right now that's called Disconnected Kids. And it's talking within the spectrum 
and within autism and ADHD and ADD, and you look at it going, we can give labels, and and we'll talk about labels. Walk should probably do a podcast on diagnoses and what we feel about them, mm-hmm. and why they matter sometimes, Absolutely. and why to actually hold back progress at other times. But what I will say within that is, there when there's disconnection in a family there's disconnection in the family. So if one child is expressing issues, whatever that would be, then we see a breakdown in the health of the family. Oh yeah. So families are sick together, and we can define sickness whatever it is. I think it's a great way to say that. But then what the beautiful part is, is that we see families get healthy together. We see families connect. We see families, um, and I say connect, at first I wanna say reconnect, but sometimes the connection never happened. And I want to be very mindful and aware of that, and that's the safety that we're going to help create, is that there's sometimes that there's parents that have struggled with each other, and then even with connecting with their child in the first place, and there can be a lot of guilt, there can be a lot of shame in that. And we're going to really obliterate that mindset because, let's be honest, it's real. It's it's. It's very real. I'm also going to share a little bit of life because Dr. Lawrence has younger kids, and we both have four four children, and we'll we'll probably share some stories because he's in the midst of younger kids and and getting his last kid to sleep through the night, and I'm in the midst of teenagers, and it's fun, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know which one's worse um, and which one's better because it's like I think that's the beautiful thing about life is when there's really tough times. There's also really beautiful moments that come through, and it's which one do we want to focus on? So we're going to be as real as we possibly can. Absolutely, yeah. Because there's no other point in doing this, but but being authentic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I was just thinking, you know, you're, you're mentioning the different stages, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of times when I ha- I'm sitting down with the pregnant mom, mm-hmm. you know, my one of my favorite questions is it a boy or is it a girl? Because mm-hmm. we always like to talk about our babies. Uh, and it's funny because my oldest is a boy, my second is a girl, right? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it was, it was nice balance <laughs> until the other two came along. Right, yep. <laughs> but what I realized in that is boys, girls, teenagers, younger kids, in a lot of ways they're not really harder, mm-hmm. when, you know, but they're different. Yeah. It was like with my boys, they're very the, the stereotypical boys. Let's climb, jump, yeah. shoot each other with our toy guns, blah, blah, blah. Whereas my, my girl is so mental and emotional, like that everything we're dealing with is like, how are you this stubborn, we love you, but it's all mental. And, and I kind of feel like teenagers and young kids are kind of the same way. It's just different, you know, I, I'm worried about still teaching those everyday life things, sleeping, eating, taking care of yourself. Whereas teenagers, hopefully have picked up most of that, mm-hmm. and they're dealing with how do we make good decisions, how do we step out on our own and it's not harder, better, it's just different. Uh, and I, I love that we can bring those different perspectives, yeah. not only to this, but just to all the interviews and everything we're doing in practice as well. And well, and I look at it, it's like you can go back to pregnancy, it's like this is one thing mm-hmm. that when this practice was started, so Family First Chiropractic is where we both are, and and the practice was started um, over 17 years ago, and, and I started it in the birth world. It's like I came into Utah, and, and really realizing that there was a lack of chiropractic care for birth. And birth was happening, in, and there was an underground movement that was happening here in Utah back then, but it was really underground. And it was before um, do, uh, midwives had the opportunity to be licensed or not, and there's pros and cons of that, which that could be a really fun topic as well. But what has happened in these years 
is, is just a, an amazing transformation of birth now becoming a choice. That we have so many um, parents that are now choosing a home birth, choosing a birthing center birth, and there's tons of birthing centers that never was around. Like I remember when I first started, there was two. And there was two in the entire area, like the big metropolitan area. And so you look at that now going, there's so many. Sure. And, and so birth has come a really long ways. And then we can even go further back and we'll talk about preconception and why that matters so much and why we need to be cleaning up our lives mentally, physically, chemically, emotionally, um, in order to really have and create this baby in love, in respect, in honoring them and what they're going to be exposed to because they're exposed to the environment through through what mom's going through while she's carrying that baby. And at the same time, I think it's, I'll kick right back into this, the research is now showing us that the, the man's health is even more important in that preconception period because sperm turn over so quickly that they're vital. And so if a man's exposed, and this is what they found out was with x-ray exposure, if a man's exposed to x-ray in seven days preceding conception, there were more issues with a baby than if a mom was exposed. Um, another one they did was just smoking, and it's a, it's a bigger impact on the men. Not saying it's okay that the, <laughs> that the mom is smoking, that's not what we're trying to say either, but what it's just, I think for so long we've acted like it's the woman that has to carry the responsibility of this baby, and I think it's really nice to now come back and say, hold on, the research is validating what really was innately known, mm -hmm. is that it really matters. And as much as we can, I also I, I have to say this kind of as a disclaimer, we are probably going to talk more gender terms just for understanding and at the same time complete compassion we are an office that is totally open loving and saying hey we're a safe place that's one of our like are that's literally one of our values is that we create a safe place and so when we use gender specific terms it is not to be exclusive at all sometimes it's just a, to help understanding be there a little bit quicker and so please understand that it's never meant to be an affront or something that can cause any type of concern or that we're limiting. That's not what it is. Just understand that that may happen with some of these podcasts and, and we wanna be really just upfront about that as well. Yeah, I think for me, one of the biggest things is just understanding coming from a place of we're all in this together. Mm -hmm. uh, like as you were talking about, we're realizing the, the male role in this is like, yeah, mm -hmm. because the man's part of that. Yes. Right? Like, yes. He's 50% at least up front. Right. <laughs> right. Um, and, and it should be 50% through the whole thing. He should, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and so whether we're talking couple or yep. at birth or we're talking yeah. society or community, mm -hmm. we're all in this together. Yep. And, and I'm a big fan of a rising tide raises all ships. Yep. That's really one of the driving passions behind the Holistic Hive, as well as what we're doing in practice mm -hmm. here at Family First, is I can't win yep. if you don't win. Right. And I can't win if you don't win. And so we need all of us to just rise up together. It's it's interesting, and that will sink into here so much is that abundance mindset because it is not a finite pie that if we're doing well, then other providers can be doing well. And and I and I, I remember it's like that ego check is what has to happen first, is going, oh, and it's like, no, no, no. Our communities are sicker now than they've ever been before. 
Absolutely. Our kids are having more health crisis now than ever before. We really need to step up to the responsibility that we have. I always say when there's massive opportunity, then there's massive responsibility. And I'll say when there's a lot of sickness, there's a lot of opportunity for growth and for understanding and for changing paradigms and perspectives. And that's what we're also going to really facilitate with this is help people understand that first and foremost, we are holistic because the common theme that we all have is that the body itself is powerful, that the body can heal and repair itself. Like that's the agreement that we have with every single person we're bringing in to interview. And at the same time, there's that also that reminder of, we understand there's a time and place to elevate intervention, to elevate it in birth, to elevate it in mental health, to elevate it in a medical setting as well. Like there's time and place. The biggest thing that we're gonna stand for is let's start with the least intervention first. Let's start with building up our health, our immune system, our bodies, our mental state, and, and use those things that are really there for crisis when there's crisis, when appropriate. And rather than being left saying, okay, well now the crisis is over, what do I do? That's where the ball's dropped again. And so that's where we also wanna fill, fill in that gap. I, I always like just speaking a little mm -hmm. bit about medicine yeah. and whatnot. We are absolutely not anti-medicine, mm -hmm. anti-drug, any of that. Um, but if we were to go back in time, back to the 1800s, when a lot of these healthcare professions, including chiropractic, were just kind of getting started and, and really formulated as a profession. Mm -hmm. um, the We didn't call medicine medicine right. back then. It was called heroic medicine. Mm -hmm. The idea was when it's a crisis, we can step in and we can save the day. And, and I think that's a perfect way to look at it yep. because they're really good at that. Mm -hmm. Especially here in our country, we have amazing crisis care. Yep. Where we drop the ball mm -hmm. is when it's not a crisis. Yep. Because crisis care is different than wellness care or health care yep. in the health, the true sense of the word health. And so that's where, as chiropractors, we're obviously outside that world, mm -hmm. but we really can bring this different focus, different perspective into, okay, we got you through the crisis, if there was one, but now what do we do? Yeah. Or better yet, there is no crisis yet. Mm -hmm. How can we not get to that crisis? How can we prevent it? Uh, and that's where this holistic mindset, that's where bringing in other providers and realizing we don't have to wait until the train's right in front of us. We can do something when it's miles down the road, like step off the tracks. <laughs> that that really makes a big difference in the long run. So one of the things you're saying with that, which makes me think of crisis care, is a really good analogy I'd heard years ago, and I'll, I'll give him credit, Dr. James Chestnut, mm -hmm. was that crisis care is, is akin to having a fire at your house. And when the fire's raging in your house, the firemen are gonna come and they don't care what they do, they are going to hose down your house. Well, and, and not only just hose it down, but they're gonna rip into your walls, they're gonna mm -hmm. tear your ceiling apart to make sure the fire's out everywhere. Yep, and they will leave and say, okay, now deal with it. But what, that's crisis care and we appreciate it. Like when it happens, we're like, totally, we'll rebuild if we can. But what we're doing in our, like our traditional medical mindset right now is we're trying to apply crisis care every single day. So it's like the firemen showing up every day saying, yeah, I know there's no fire, but I'm gonna hose down your house, I'm gonna tear down your walls, just in case there's ever a fire that could happen. Right. And we look at that going, that doesn't even make sense, and then yet we're applying it to our bodies. Mm -hmm. And we wonder why people are being treated in crisis care on a regular basis and having more crisis. 
So that's really one of the big things that we're saying is, hey, let's step back. Let's look at health. Let's look at really how we view health. Let's really push the mindset with that. And what can we do to be more proactive, preventative, and even prepare with what we do? Absolutely. And to stick with the analogy of house and fires and all this, really, we're trying to be the repairman. Yep. Right. We want to bring in the specialist for the electrical when we have an electrical issue. We want to bring in the plumber when we have a plumbing issue. We want to bring in the framer when we need to expand the house. Right. And so that's what this hive, and I love that we could pick that, not only Utah and bees and all of that, but the hive is a collective. It works together and we can get the right person for the right job. Uh, and not just tear down and, mm -hmm. and all of that, but actually build up true health yeah. and, and true life. And then one of the big focuses that we have, and I've already alluded to a couple times as well, is families. Mm -hmm. So our focus is on family care. It's like that's one thing that early on we were known for pregnancy, pediatric, and I'll tell you what happened was we lost the dads. Or we'd even lose the moms if they were a mom and they didn't have it, like if we're taking care of the kiddo. And so we've very consciously shifted our words and our intention to we take care of families. Absolutely. And that's really one of the big things that we're looking for as we are interviewing and as we're bringing people into the hive is that we really will go back to, the, to exactly the words you use, which I love is a rising tide rises all ships, is that we need families to be more connected. Mm -hmm. We need families who's going to help go out into the society and make a bigger impact in our society because we need a society that's more connected, more whole, more, more supportive. And, and I think that the other example that's given a lot is with technology, we've never been so connected yet disconnected at the same time. Yeah. And so we'd really like to help facilitate connection in, in, as one of our major goals and one of our, our major values as well as to help bring about more connection. It, it's funny you go into the, the technology mm -hmm. sphere. Because uh, my background is in technology. Uh, I grew up with my dad was a repairman for TVs, VCRs, all that, that digital media, uh, or even analog back mm -hmm. in the day. <laughs> but uh, I was heading into computers. And I love computers. I still, to this day, it's a, a hobby of mine. But there was a transition that happened, a paradigm shift that happened in my life where I realized sitting behind the screen, mm -hmm. while that's powerful and obviously important, doesn't have quite the same impact as sitting in front of someone and connecting with them. Uh, and so that was part of what drove this shift from I'm a computer nerd into I'm a physician. Yeah. I want to work with people rather than machines. And it's a lot harder, I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. um, but it's so much more rewarding at the same time. Because when you see that baby connect with mom for the first time, what should have happened at birth, yeah. but for whatever reason it didn't. Or, or you see that mom connect with their mom, with grandma. Uh, where you see families coming in and the kids are just bouncing off the walls and it's chaotic because they're healthy and vibrant. <laughs> you know they're going out in the community and they're encouraging their friends on their neighborhood on their block to come out and play yep. and get away from the technology, which we need for our health. Like, I love technology. I'm, I'm a gamer. I'm all of that. But I keep it in perspective. Yep. Uh, and the most valuable thing I feel in this life is our relationships and our connections. Mm -hmm. So totally on board with that. Yeah, and I love that because it's really the mindset we had within this. So we're really excited for this. This is obviously something we are, we're gonna launch in a really big way. And we actually see this going, like we're talking Utah right now, but we see it going much bigger than that. 
and we're excited for the journey. We're excited for you guys to be part of this as well. So um, I will already say, and I'm already going to give you um, a task, is that if you have someone that you're like, you have got to interview my friend, my like, whoever it is, you just know that they are they're an influencer, not in the social media mindset, but they're an influencer when it comes to health and wellness. And if someone is like, they're just making a big wave, we want to be part of that because it's something that we've made big waves and we want to continue to help more communities and especially even rural communities. Like we're blessed to be in a city and, and have that connection and have immediate access to people. But we also realize, again, with digital age, really access now, especially after what we went through this last year, um, we've really learned the value of having connection mm -hmm. over, uh, uh, over a media. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about this. So we're really excited for this journey with you guys and for you. And, and then how far we can take this is really how far you want to go. So definitely be part of this as well. And, and for this journey for yourself and your own healing and really for your community, excuse me, for your family, which will obviously impact your community. And all I'll add mm -hmm. is they don't have to be providers. Right. Right. So many times these networks and, and collectives tend to focus on that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a driving yep. force. Like, absolutely. That's, that's what we do. Mm -hmm. But I'm really looking forward to connecting with the, the people that are providing the products and services yep. we also need. Yep. So maybe they're a shopkeep, mm -hmm. but they happen to be a shopkeep at a vitamin store. Yep. Or, or maybe they install water filters that are a little better mm -hmm. than what you can get at Home Depot. Yep. Or a lot better. <laughs> right. But it's these products and services yep. that I want to be part of this just as much as the providers okay. and, and the doctor side. Love it. Because so. it's really about, like, we need to make, let's be honest, as parents, it's hard. It's a lot of work. And the more convenient we can help make it, uh, when I look at natural living, it's like there's so many layers to it. And a lot of people, we realize that a lot of people come in our office and sometimes we're the first person in to holistic living. And then if we just mention nutrition and it's like, well, where do I even start? It's like, I, I, you guys have all been through the journey if you've been on the journey or you're starting into the journey. So we're going to try to make it as easy as possible mm -hmm. to find the right people the first time around and not make the mistakes that we've gone through and help really um, reduce the stress that you have within it, but then get to help even faster than the ways that we've had to discover it. So we're excited for that journey as well. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, you guys, you're going to keep on seeing us over and over. So we're excited for it. Have a great day.